Westbrook Health Services has been supporting the surrounding community since 1949 and is known as an agency that is community-focused, people-driven. As one of West Virginia's 13 comprehensive behavioral health centers, Westbrook provides services to eight counties throughout the Mountaineer State and became one of the first comprehensive community behavioral health clinics in West Virginia in 2020. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the generous help of the Sisters Health Foundation. This year marks 25 years since the foundation awarded its first grant, and we couldn't be more grateful for their support. Welcome to Studio 2121. Hello, and welcome back to Hashtag Studio 2121, the next installment of Spill the Tea with Liz and me. Yeah, and I'm, here we are. I'm Liz. Don't and get, I'm me. Don't get confused. You're not Jolie. me. Jolie. I'm me. You're Liz. So last time we met, yes, we made commitments. We did, and how are we doing on those? Oops. I'm going to give us a solid 12%. Wait a minute, wait a minute, because we made two. We, you made a okay. commitment to me and I made a commitment to you. Yeah. Okay, so the commitment I made to you was that I was going to meditate for five minutes yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Twice. And, I did it twice. And I was going to follow up each day to ask you if you did it for accountability. Correct. I've done it once. You followed up once? I Maybe twice. Okay, I meditated twice for five minutes. I have to recommend meditation is really good. I did have two very calm days, and then I promptly forgot. Yeah. But more importantly, I asked you to make a commitment to me. Do you yeah. remember what that was? That could have been a little walkie-talkie. A little walking. A lot of walking yeah. like we used to do. And how are we doing on that? Great us on that one. We're killing it. We are killing it. And, and I, what does that mean exactly, killing it? We have a goal. We have a goal. Our goal is for uh, to do the Parkersburg Half Marathon. Finish. Finish the Parkersburg. Finish the Parkersburg Half Marathon. I've done it before, and I had clients ask, did you win? Uh-huh. You, you did. Cross, if you cross it, you win it. You won it. Yeah. yeah. So our goal is to finish. That's it. And uh, We'll be mostly walking. We'll be running about... Not because we love it, but just because we want to cross the finish line before the parade starts. Correct, which is three and a half hours. Yeah. Right? So we'll run, what, maybe a quarter mile out of every mile? Yeah. But mostly we'll be walking, and so far we've... we've We're killing it. We're killing it. Yeah, we're... We're ahead of schedule. We are ahead of schedule. We were supposed to do... We weren't supposed to walk this week, but plans changed, and we are, and we were supposed to do no miles this week. You mean the long miles? The the long miles, correct. We do the long miles on the weekend. And we do shorter three, four, five miles during the week. Several times a week. Several times a week. Four or five times a week. But we were supposed to do no miles on Saturday. We're doing 10, and then next week we're supposed to do nine. So we are... We are... We are ahead of schedule. Yeah. And last week we did eight. We did. And how'd it go? I... I I am sore if I sit still, if I do nothing, or I exercise. I'm sore if I sit still. I was sore, but otherwise I was fine. It was good. And we started running this week. Yes, we did. And uh, I felt that. Yes. Yeah. Not in my knee, either. It was the thighs that hurt. Yeah. Um, mine was my lungs, I told you. I've been yeah. having a little asthma, so dealing with that. And yeah. um, it's allergy-related. Rain doesn't help, so we'll she see how that goes. She sounds like a musical instrument when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Every time she... The wheezing. Yeah, the wheezing. Um, so, so we're 50-50 on goals. Yeah. One, we knocked it out of the park. And one... <laughs> not. Not so much. Not. But anyway, 
Here we are. Here we are. So I put together, I'm a big fan of pop culture and um, Jolie is not. I'm not a, not a fan of pop culture. I just haven't committed all of the details to memory like you have. And, and your brain tends to go a little bit more intellectual and mine goes a little bit more pop culture. Okay. Yeah. I, I enjoy all the pop culture. I just can't quote Retain the movies it. that yeah. I saw 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, like you can. So I put together a list of people that have influenced our lives. So I'm, I'm hoping you're going to be 100% they've influenced you. There might be a few names where it was too pop culture and you don't you don't remember that. But, okay. Um, all of them have mental illness. And um, Did so they tell us that at the time? Some have been dead before we were alive. Okay. So, but with historians, with um, reports, with interviews they've done, um, I've gone through, I found some interesting little tidbits on, on people, but I was really surprised um, at, at some of the people on the list. Okay. So, um, anyway, we're going to, we're going to go through the, and this is going to be a two part. Um, because is it like a quiz? Am I being tested? I'm, I'm hoping you're going to know the names. Okay. Um, so, but I am going to have you explain, um, I have three three mental illness and I'm going to actually have us maybe change that wording before this is all said and done um, but I have three pulled aside so I'm gonna have you explain it since you have initials after your name okay um, the first one is bipolar can you tell the people what uh, typical bipolar would look like. I'm just going to break it down for layman's okay. terms, kind of. So yep. bipolar disorder is a mood disorder. There are a few different types of bipolar disorder. I won't get into all of the details of that, but it ranges from kind of more extreme versus less extreme. And um, it's typically what you see is a series of highs and lows. Um, and in bipolar too, that is more pronounced, but in, um, wait, I might be having that backwards. Yes, in bipolar one, that is more pronounced. But in bipolar two, the highs could be more just like agitation. Okay. And um, the depression may be not like horribly majorly depressed, but more of a, um, um, well, I totally forgot the word, like a um, dysthymia, which is kind of just like a blunted mood. So, lack of energy? Yeah. Okay. That, okay. That along with some of the other depressive symptoms. That you see. And when I hear highs, I imagine maybe a lack of sleep, uh, maybe higher creativity. Yeah, that is, those thinking. are those are typically the things that you do see with the with the true bipolar one, the real very much extremes people report not what, not needing as much sleep. What and, about dangerous behaviors? Yeah, there is a lot of risk taking that can be involved. A lot of very risky behavior. Can and, you throw out a couple? Um, people report like you know higher um, t intensity with things like gambling, with risky sex, with, I mean, just driving yeah. fast, anything that might be considered risky, um, sometimes you see an increase in those. Okay. Now, it's not going to be for everyone, right. obviously, but yes. And I think that part of the struggle with bipolar disorder is, and we've talked about this before with depression, it feels really bad. And so if someone is having cycles where they're depressed and then they start to have a more manic cycle where they're, you know, feeling good, maybe better than average, they're not wanting to medicate that. Right, right. So that's super the struggle. Super productive, super creative. Exactly. All the energy. I feel better when I wake up at 6.30 in the morning and I want to go. Right. Versus 
I wake up at 6.30 and I want to lay around for two hours before I get out of bed. So so I would prefer that energy. So that that's where... I don't go risky. But Right, but that's where you find sometimes people struggling with staying on medication. Um, but anyway, those are those are just like snapshots. That's not everyone. There's a whole. I mean, it, right. it, it's along a spectrum, and um, but you get your highs, you get your lows. Okay. So, but they might be more like I said, the highs could be just a little yeah. bit of agitation, major anxiety, you know, things like that. So the people that I found, some I'm I'm hoping I'm gonna I'm gonna say out some names. Kurt Cobain. Yes, you know him. Uh, well, I didn't know him personally. <laughs> he 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 was in. Um, How about you raise your hand if you know any of them personally? Yeah. Oh him. no no not personally. Okay. Musician. Yes. Okay. Courtney musician. Love, his girlfriend. And she is also she's on a different list, but she is there. Okay. Yeah. Kurt Cobain. He was in. He was in a. What was Nirvana? The, yes. Thank was you. It Nirvana? I think yes, it was, Nirvana. it was. I was going to say the Sex Pistols, and that was completely wrong. So I'm glad I didn't say that. But what I noticed with a lot of these people, and when I looked at it, a lot of them came with substance use. Yeah. To help even out. Some right. Things. It's a the lot of times you see that. Down, the the self-medication. Mm -hmm. um, Beethoven. Really? Mm -hmm. Bipolar. Yep. That's very interesting. I mean, I don't know a lot about Beethoven. He was a creative genius. For the record, it's the musician from the 1800s not not the, the peanut, dog not the peanuts character oh or the dog or the dog yeah yeah, yeah the saint bernard um ted turner okay so we you you happened to mention ted turner to me and then i had him confused with the news anchor on the mary tyler moore show but that's not who you're talking about <laughs> ted his name was ted too right yeah yeah. Or was it Ed? No, it was Ted, but Ed Asner was the boss of gotcha. that. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I loved no, it. No, Ted Turner, a news mogul. Right. Yes, um, media he, mogul. He did TBS, TNT, and CNN. All those. Oh, yeah, yeah, out of Atlanta. Is he still alive? He is still alive, but he was diagnosed a couple of years ago with Lewy body disease. Oh. Which, uh, there's a similarity to Parkinson's. That's the, is that the one that... Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. So I, I I didn't put Robin Williams' name on any of the list, but he he was known for being so funny, but so hurt inside. Right. Yeah. Is that from the Louis bodies, or is that did he also have a mental health diagnosis? Um, I think he had a mental health diagnosis and substance use. Right. Right. So very sad. Um, bipolar Chur uh, Churchill. Yes. Tell me about Churchill. Okay. Let me cross these names off because I don't want to repeat them. Don't don't repeat them. Um. I thought this was neat. Uh, Churchill often referred to his periods of intense and prolonged depression as his black dog. Mm. Do you know that I literally just read that? Really? Yes, I literally <laughs> just read that in a completely um, different article that I was looking at. Um, and apparently he was not the first one that coined that term, okay. but he popularized it. I'd never heard that. Had you ever heard that? No, no. Um, I, I made I made a few notes here because I I just for him to for him to do what he did for World War One and World War Two um, and have that was amazing. So it said in 1911 Churchill pushed through periods of depression and began to, to prepare Great Britain for war. He established the Royal Navy Air Service for noting Germany's growing. Bellicose, bellicose nature. Bellicose. Okay, bellicose nature. Anticipating an imminent conflict, World War One. Churchill's depression is believed to have increased his realism and empathy 
helping him assess the true dangers that were otherwise overlooked by his colleagues. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Similarity. Similarly, uh, during World War II, Churchill's heightened skepticism allowed him to realistically evaluate the ever-growing German threat. Interesting. Yeah. Very so, interesting. And in World War II, Churchill kept his black dog on a leash and kept British spirits high. Wow. I know. I thought that that was, uh, you don't always get a lot of details. No, I'm curious about that whole black dog. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go back and look at that and see if, if where other people used it. Yeah. I, I had never heard that. Uh, Patty Duke. Um, Patty Duke. Patty Duke, movies in the 50s, yeah. right? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Academy Award winner for um, Helen Keller. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, Isaac Newton. Uh, gravity? Gravity. We wouldn't have gravity right. without him. Well, we would have it. We just wouldn't no, know we would what it not. was. We would not. Well, he didn't create it. He invented it. He named it. Hashtag truth. Axel Rose. Now, I know him from Guns N' Roses. Mm -hmm. What about him? Um, bipolar. Wow. Yeah, but uh, this is a side tidbit. When the carnival comes to town, yes. we typically hear Guns N' Roses playing. Really? We, we live across the street from the park. And so we hear the carnival play Guns N' Roses, Axel Rose, Take Me Down to Paradise City. But they are currently playing At Last by Etta James. Why would they do that? The people want what the people want. How about Vincent Van Gogh? Okay, I think it's somewhat widely known that Vincent Van Gogh su suffered from mental illness, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't think I knew it was bipolar disorder, though. His paintings are so involved. They're very... So involved. You know that takes a high level of creativity. Well, there's a lot of... There's a similarity in all of these names. There's got to be some creative genius mm -hmm. or some genius, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Teddy Roosevelt. Didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and my favorite, James Taylor. I'm surprised by that. I do have. I am cheating by looking on Stop looking. on your paper, Stop and looking. I see that it says "Fire and Rain." Yeah, which I love that song. Yeah. Um, I thought, is that song about someone he met in a psychiatric institution? So or I was, I was under the impression that he wrote that when he was in a psychiatric institution. That that's the story that I and I was looking for. It's about a friend or something. But um, maybe not. The, the, the phrase, Suzanne, the, the plans they made put an end to you, mm -hmm. is uh, Suzanne Schnur, a childhood friend of his who died by suicide while he was in London, um, recording his first album, but stop looking. Uh, friends at home, concerned that it might distract Taylor from his big break, kept the tragic news from him, and he found out six months later. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. um, and then the he himself had um, struggles with drug addiction and depression. So, I don't know. But I, that Fire and Rain is one of my favorite songs. It's an incredible yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, um, can you sing it? Um, I can, but I choose not to. Thank you. Yes. I mean, not thank you. <laughs> I choose not to as well because I struggle to sing on key, but I could probably quote the words to you. Let me ask you this. Don't test me on that. No, yes. I believe you. Okay. Um, how much of an effect, and I, I realize that I'm asking kind of generic questions, but um, how much of an effect does bipolar have on day-to-day -day life? Well, I mean, it's probably different for every person, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's some people that um, do really well, and the, it, it probably depends on the, um, the intensity of the illness, okay. whether or not it's treated, the coping skills, the support um, structure for the individual. But, I mean, all of the people that you're talking about really 
not only functioned well, but mm -hmm. majorly contributed um, to society, right? I completely agree. But, but how, how much they had to overcome. Right, to be able to do that. Yeah, because yeah. that's not the norm. No. No, uh, but it is important to note that there is recovery. There yeah. is, I mean, people do live every day with mental health issues and mental illness. Yes. And, yes. Those um, are amazing people that you yeah. named. Okay. Schizophrenia. Yes. Tell us a little bit about schizophrenia. Um, so schizophrenia, again, it's not just one illness. It's a series of illnesses and different levels. But it's, it's typically like, I think the best way to put it in layman's terms probably is there's difficulty with thinking, feeling, and acting. So all of those things together or parts of those things can be distorted. So it could be that individuals have hallucinations or delusions, hallucinations meaning they may hear or see things that other people don't hear or see. Also, they could smell or um, taste things. Oh, smell. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, or delusions, um, thoughts that just, um, you could say grandiose, but like thoughts that are not exactly realistic. Like maybe some of the major like extreme ones are that God is talking to them, but not in the way that a lot of people feel God is talking to them, but like, or that God is talking to them through the TV or the um, government. The government is eavesdropping on them, which, you know, they're. There are certain things that there could be truth to, but this is a above and beyond, like um, kind of a little hypervigilant, well, kind of a lot hypervigilant or... That reminds me of the movie that came out with Julia Roberts. Which one? Um, that she was the wife of, during Watergate. I'm not sure I saw uh, that movie. Gaslit. Oh, That's I didn't like, see that movie. So she she was saying that they're after me, and they put her in the hospital because she had these grandiose. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but but it was in fact happening. But so I'm glad you preface it with. It could happen, but I mean there are things mm -hmm. that are realistic. But I mean you know like a beautiful mind. Yeah, and he's he's on my list. Yeah, but I thought that was one of the best examples of because you were in his hallucination right you like those people you heard those people right you interacted like you interacted with right them. and those are extreme um extreme examples but um there's also those are typically the positive symptoms that's something that's not normally there there's also the negative side which could be like no emotion a very flat affect no ability to to think clearly those kinds of things memory i can issues. tell that you are psych based because when you say positive mm -hmm. you mean things that are there and negative means they're not correct yeah versus good and bad um but i will say that when i hear schizophrenia hallucinations or delusions i think automatically bad but mm -hmm. that's not necessarily no, they the may they may not be scary to the individual mm -hmm. they they might be but um it's 100% real to them i mean and i've, I've they're 100% experiencing it yes uh and i've also heard that um you know a client is doing well they are having hallucinations but they're okay they're okay with them they can learn to and manage so they don't they don't change medications because they're okay right i thought that that was an really fascinating fascinating insight on that so um thank you thank you for that stop peeking <clears throat> now i have to hold it first one yes that that may change your thinking okay daryl hammond okay 
that's not going to change our thinking. Daryl Hammond, do you know who he is? Daryl Hammond. I feel like you just told me this and um, I know. So he was on Saturday Night Live for a long time. Okay. His most famous one, uh, he did the impersonation of Bill Clinton. He was really well known for that. But he was also in Sharknado um, 5. Well, that was probably what That's gave him all of his fame. He had a, he had there a, were five Sharknados? Maybe maybe six. I think uh, That's a little bit disturbing. One, no, everyone was quality. I mean, every single one was okay. quality quality. Okay. Yes. I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we would try to watch it at the beach. Life-changing. But okay. um, I think it was called Sharknado. This really is the last one. Mm-hmm. Seriously? To, yeah. Okay. Uh, he was on Law, Law & Order, but what does that say? I don't know. Every, I can't picture my mind. Everybody is on Law & Order. Pick, pick your initials, SVU or CSI or whatever. Um, but he, uh, he, in order to get it under control for him, he had substance use. He, and you do see that mm -hmm. a lot, people self-medicating to try and manage the symptoms. Um, and self-harm. Oh. And so he had to leave the set of Saturday, Saturday Night Live and go to the hospital for, for self-harm. He was cutting himself. But... You know, a, a, a little known fact, well, it's known to us, but um, self-harm is not always with the intent of actually suicide. Mm -hmm. Sometimes self-harm is a coping skill that people use that's maladaptive, but I don't know what it was for him because right. I, I, I you didn't don't. You didn't raise your hand because you don't know him. No. Oh, I forgot to raise my hand. Yeah. There were some others but on the other. But you don't know him. There were some on the other page that I did know. You knew, but you don't know personally. No, I don't. Oh, you're correct. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know any of them. Okay, so here, here is a statement. They did a, a documentary about him, and um, and the the author, the the producer, whatever, um, said that Daryl Hammond said this. Uh, his doctor told him not to call what he had mental illness rather than mental injury. Interesting. I felt this huge wave of compassion run through my body and go out to everybody. Um, he had uh, trauma growing up, which I'm uh, sure a lot of a lot of people do have trauma, and that's injury. That is injury, but it's interesting. I, I want to make sure um, trauma does not cause no. schizophrenia, but if someone has a predisposition to schizophrenia, a traumatic event could um, cause it to happen, yeah. like to come out. And I'm sure that that mental injury also influences substance use. I, I appreciate you saying that, and I think that this might be a topic for another um, another episode, but I think a lot of people are fearful of mental illness and you see things going on in the news and there's the expectation that um, people who are mentally ill are dangerous and that is not the case. Well, we're going to put a pin in that. Please do, because okay. it's a whole nother topic. Okay. So you already brought up John Nash. Yeah, I forgot his name though. Yeah, John Nash and he... From The Beautiful Mind. Mm -hmm. And he did Game Theory and just... That movie, I think, was... Um, it was a really good movie. It was good. It was life-changing for me because I love it when they take you into the main character, whatever the main character right. sees or does or whatever, you're in it. And that was a really um, life-changing for me. Um, John Hinckley. Yes. Okay. Now, I want to point out, I've got several names going on here. Okay. He's the only dangerous one. Now, not to say that Church Winston Churchill didn't create some, you know, right, but his intent was not to. Right. But, um, and he started his conditional release in 2016, 
and he was just released free. Wow. How's he doing? Do you know? Um, I don't know. He was going to do a speaking engagement um, at some hotel or whatever, um, but the hotel had received so many death threats that they canceled that. So I'm not sure how he's doing. And again, I didn't raise my hand because I don't know John Hinckley, but um, I am curious to know everyone involved, um, Jodie Foster, um, I'm curious to know what they're thinking. We'll try to get uh, we'll try to get Jodie Foster on the next show. I think that's a good idea. See, <laughs> just I might as well ask her directly. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, this one, the name wasn't as um, familiar, but I thought it was it was. I found her to be interesting. It's the wife of um, F. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Her so, Zel I'm looking on your paper again. I'm Zelda. Cheating. There was a there was a TV series called Zelda, and it was about her. Really? I think maybe I watched one episode, but okay. that's all I got. Um, so, um, a newspaper article about one of her dance performances quoted her as saying that she only cared about boys and swimming. Um, she developed an appetite for attention, actively seeking to flout convention, whether by dancing or by, are you ready for this, yes. wearing a tight, flesh-colored bathing suit to fuel rumors that she swam nude. Interesting. Yeah. Um, in the last two decades of her life, she spent it in um, a psych hospital in North Carolina and the hospital. So she, you have her on the schizophrenia mm -hmm. list? Yes. Interesting. She suffered and, from schizophrenia. And the hospital caught fire and she <gasps> died in the fire. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. Where was that? Uh, North Carolina. You said that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save um, depression for part two. Oh. So, hey, listen, if you have enjoyed this, come back and, uh, and we'll keep talking about pop culture. So have a great day. Bye.